Blog Talk Radio. So, 
But other than that, how have you been? Oh, well, you know, um, trying to get some customs done. I I recently discovered a, a super glue made by Gorilla Glue, and I'm absolutely in love with it, so that's been a big help. Ah, very cool. Yep. Well, um, the baby, ooh, ooh, don't, 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 don't do that. You're, you're going to fall. You're, you're, you're going to fall. Please, please, careful. Ah, ah. Sit. Thank you. <laughs> baby thinks she can walk. <laughs> She's not actually able to, though, so she falls a lot now. She can crawl, but she figures she's mastered crawling now, so okay, yeah, well, you know, they always try to do that, despite the fact that they know they can't. Oh, I wanted to ask, have you seen the new G4 Rainbow Ponies? No. Oh, my gosh. I saw them at Target. There's two types. There's the blind bag size, and then there's the brushable size. Okay. It's ridiculous. The, The tinsel and the hair, you can already tell that, like, before you even open it, it's already crinkly. Oh, geez. It is not smooth. It is already crinkly. And, like, it just, it's not rainbow. It's they've added, like, an extra stripe of color to each pony. And then, to make matters worse, they've added all these little, like, painty thingies on the pony. So it looks like a kid painted on them. They are ugly. They're ugly and they're not rainbow. Like I have the 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 drawing bag of rainbow crystal shine ponies. You know the where they have like uh the rarity was white and there was a green boy pony and rainbow dash was blue and all that. That's more of a rainbow than their quote unquote rainbow ponies. Yeah, well. And it's just, it's it's shameful. I feel like I need to write a letter to Hasbro's production department and, like, send them pictures of rainbows. <laughs> you know, like, clearly they've been watching too many of their own cartoons. You know, where, like, strawberry shortcake makes a rainbow smoothie, and it's red, yellow, orange, pink, purple, and blue, in that order. Mm-hmm. Or their G3 cartoon with the runaway rainbow, where they think a rainbow is pink, yellow, orange, and purple. Oh, dear. Yeah. 
or something like that. It, it just like it's it's shameful. I mean, rainbows. How hard is that? I mean, didn't we all learn colors in kindergarten? That oh, we learned colors in kindergarten. This is a rainbow. This first stripe is red. This second stripe is orange. You know, and down the list. What? I just and then of course what? my target in my neighborhood has almost no selection of ponies. It's it's they've almost oh, it's almost like they've done away with the pony section. They have like a two foot by three foot space for ponies. That's something. Yeah. It just <laughs> So I've had sort of a mixed bag as far as pony weeks go because Yes, I did go out and buy ponies, but they're going to be used for baits. Uh, I got a Crystal Empire set with Cadence and Applejack. Applejack's eyes are totally painted wonky. It's a good thing I'm using her as a bait. And she's not keeping those eyes. It's, it, it's, I feel really bad for her. She's like Quasimodo pony. Oh, God. Oh. Yeah, it's 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 and uh Cadence I love the character on the show, but I have to say as far as the pony herself, like the toy, her eyes freak me out. <laughs> They're like giant alien eyes. And she's supposed to be the crystal princess, right? So why isn't her cute harp like a crystal? It's just matte. Matte painted on there. And, you know, it. once again, it's like one of those they could have done more. And this was supposed to be like Crystal Empire. They gave Applejack the Crystal Empire eyes. But Cadence's eyes are regular. Oh, that's wrong. Yeah, it's just regular. And she's got this really neat tiara, though. I will give her that. Um, her hair has tinsel in it. It's gold tinsel. And I haven't, like, taken off any of her bands because I just know that as soon as I undo these bands, keeping her hair in check, it is going to do some weird, crazy tinsel stuff. <laughs> Because I can just see, like, you can look at it, and you just, you know that those bands are what's holding that straight. And as soon as you undo those bands, it's going to go, and accordion itself. <laughs> and I'm debating whether or not to keep her as part of my collection or customize her into something else. I'm still kind of on the fence about it. Because I have the cadence that came with the castle still mint in the box. Yep. But you yes. know, um, but 
On the other hand, I'm not entirely impressed with her as far as production. And I need the money. Right. So I was thinking about customizing her into a G4 version of one of the G1 princesses. Ooh. You know, like maybe a G4 winged unicorn of Princess Sparkle or, you know, Princess Tiffany or one of them. Oh, that would be cute. Because if we're going to upgrade ponies from previous generations into a G4 context... Why not the princesses? They all had they all had crystal symbols, you know, on, on for their cutie marks. 3D crystal symbols. It was awesome. Yeah. I love they're my favorites because I like gemstones and jewels <laughs> and things that are sparkly. <laughs> well, I had no okay. Pony Week. You had an okay Pony Week? Yeah. I found out that um, the nerves in my knee are waking back up. They're waking up highly sensitive to touch. So you just run something feather light over one part of my knee. And I would go through the roof in pain. Ah. So the doctor said, that's normal. <laughs> After he tells me, does it hurt when you touch right there? I go, yeah. And he goes, well, you touch right there. <laughs> you know, instead of saying, well, don't touch there, you know, he just goes, well, touch right there. They spend all that time, you know, when you're growing up, telling you if it hurts, don't touch it. All of a sudden, you have to touch it if it hurts. Yep. Well, see, the whole thing is I need to um, desensitize it and I need to retrain the nerves so that, you know, when something touches it lightly or, like, like clothing touches it, they don't automatically panic. Yeah. And go crazy. So he gave me, um, put me on there to kind of help calm it down a little bit so that, you know, I can touch it and it's not as painful. So he's giving me yet another medication that just puts me in la la loopy land. I I feel like every single time I go there, he keeps he's, he's like Pinkie Pie. <laughs> he he keeps giving out the good candy. <laughs> but um, pony wise, uh, the nurse, as I said before, I told her I collect ponies and stuff like that. She'd asked if I'd gotten to see the ah. Uh, the new tie line of uh, Beanie Bag My Little Ponies, and I had said no because I can't really get out of the house. She was at the store.
store and saw a bunch of stuffed ponies and took a picture of it. <laughs> and it showed it to me on Friday when I went for my follow-up. And she even text messaged me the photograph so I could keep it. So... Are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm having kind of a hard time hearing you, though. Correct. Hold on. Hold on, let me try my other ear. Hi, Princess. Is that better? Okay. A little bit. But it was in the wrong ear. There's a hobo. No. But, yeah. No, that was, um, that was my, that was my pony week. Sorry. The the, the fun part was Friday night I took the medication and he told me, take it at night because it's going to make you tired. It's going to make you sleepy. Ah. Well, I had to take that and I had to take the, uh, the pain medication. So I figured, ah, this stuff will knock me out, right? I finally turned over to go to sleep at like about one thirty. All of a sudden, here comes 2 o'clock in the morning. And I just gone, gone turned over at one thirty. I'm wide awake. <laughs> so needless to say, well, I did not sleep all day on Saturday. <laughs> gotcha. And my mother took me out to go grocery shopping. So that was my biggest fight of the weekend. No. At, 11, at 10 o'clock in the morning. Ah. So that was my biggest excitement of the entire weekend. I got to go out twice in a row, and I got to go out grocery shopping. Gotcha. <laughs> People who are probably listening to this are probably thinking, really, grocery shopping is that exciting? When you are stuck in the house 24 hours a day, the only time you get to go out is when you go to a doctor's office visit or you go to physical therapy. Grocery shopping is the most fun you can ever have. <laughs> I totally understand. <laughs> so. so. But, yeah, I got to drive around in one of those little cart thingies. <laughs> Because there was no way I was I was walking on crutches throughout the entire store. Now, some people were really nice. Some people gave me this dirty, nasty look. And to those who gave me a dirty, nasty look, I just gave them one back. <laughs> I had to use one of those mobility carts when I was pregnant. 
especially towards the end, because, like, I was carrying 30 pounds on my, like, internal organs. Right. In one of my internal organs. It was really difficult. <laughs> so. Yes, but I'm sure um, you didn't get dirty, nasty looks. Actually, you know, a lot of people look at you, and they don't assume, oh, she's pregnant and having mobility issues. They either assume you're using the cart because you're lazy, or they look at you and see that you're overweight and think that, you know, you just need to lose some weight. They don't know why you're overweight. Right. People are just really not very nice when it comes to people needing assistance with yeah. when they have medical issues. And I had that same thing. I had people staring at me. I um, had one old man, like, actually say something. And it's like I turned around and I said, you try having knee surgery and get up and walk around after that. What was his response? Nothing. He just walked away. At which point I just said, yeah, that's what I thought you'd do. <laughs> and then I had. Oh, um, hey, I go for it. Because you because you went through such a hard time, I want to read you something that happened to Fred and I last night that'll make you laugh. I hope. Okay. Well, we have Netflix, and occasionally Netflix errors out, and like it'll combine descriptions of two different shows. So if you viewed one show and then you go to view a different show, it'll combine those two. I don't know if that's okay. ever happened to you while using Netflix. But it happened to us last night in an amazing and awesome way. Here, okay. Here's what, what it said. Agatha Christie's Poirot. Join, join Strawberry Shortcake and Sleuth Hercule Poirot to investigate murders and other confounding crimes with the help of the affable Captain Hastings. <laughs> oh, God, that's just too funny. <laughs> and all I'm saying is that that show needs to be made. <laughs> That neat, that would be the best strawberry shortcake ever. With the, the the animation and the characters from like Berry Bitty City, you know, the, the computer animated one. Right. Hercule Poirot can be Belgian waffle. <laughs> and Captain Hastings will be Captain Pastry. <laughs> and Belgian Waffle's assistant will be Miss Lemon Squares. Oh, God. That would the be trick would cute. be converting the, the Hercule Poirot stories into something child-friendly. Yeah. You know, because you couldn't have people being murdered in Berry Bitty City. That would just take a dark turn. Mm, yeah. 
Yeah, that would fall under the lines of, I was watching South Park yesterday. Did you ever watch the Imagination Land episode? Yes. That's the type of turn it would take. (laughs) Yeah. But, like, I was thinking, you know, the mysterious affair of styles could be the mysterious affair of style where something, some sort of crime happens to Raspberry's fashion boutique. You know, somebody steals all her newest fashions or something. Oh, that would be nice. And they bring in the the, the famous sleuth Belgian waffles. <laughs> and his sidekick, Captain Pastry. That would be too cute. That would be beyond cute. And Strawberry Shortcake can help Belgian Waffle and Captain Pastry and Miss Lemon Squares. <laughs> That sounds good to me. Yeah. So, um, the one thing I do want to mention, okay, uh, this is totally show related. Okay. Um, okay. As I said before, Mimico had contacted us last year about coming on the show and you know, introducing a new product line. Well, I contacted them back to, you know, apologize for taking so long, and we agreed that once they came up with a new product line, they would come to us to go ahead and do, you know, an interview. Well, I got an email on on the 12th, and... From them, um, hi, Amy, hope you're doing well. I believe you spoke with my colleague about covering some medical MLP stuff when we had some new products coming out, but I wanted to give you a heads up about our Hearts and Hoops day sale. So they actually came to us to go ahead and advertise their sale for Valentine's Day. You know, granted, she said, I I know it might be a little too late to, to get this on the show, but I thought maybe we could do something on your Facebook page. So she had, so she emailed me everything. I tossed everything up, you know, and I told her, you know, anytime, you know, you guys wanted to go ahead and do that, just let us know, you know, before Monday or before Monday evening, and we'll go ahead and get it onto the show and get it onto our Facebook page. I had a good Hearts and Hooves Day. Did you have a good Hearts and Hooves Day? I had to go see the doctor on Hearts and Hooves Day. (laughs) But I did get to see my uncle, which I haven't seen him since Thanksgiving. And we all went out to dinner. Well, that's good. Yep. So got to spend time with my uncle, so... Yeah, it was a good Hearts and Hooves day. I got 
for hearts and hooves from my husband pony. I got the Raven Queen Ever After High Legacy Day doll. Ooh. And I have to say, I think I like Ever After High much better than Monster High. Okay. I haven't really gotten gotten to see it it yet, so. It's on Netflix right now, the two of the episodes. They're the Legacy Day episodes. But um, I like the message behind it. That regardless of who your parents are, you're not destined to be one thing or another. You can choose to be good. You're not, you aren't required to be evil just because your parents are evil. You're not required to be good just because your parents are good. Ooh. And it's kind of interesting because the good characters, the royals, are in many ways the bad characters because they're getting a happily ever after just handed to them. Right. And they don't want to give it up for anybody. Right. And they expect the daughter, like Raven Queen is the daughter of the Evil Queen. And Snow White's daughter, Apple White, is afraid that she's not going to get her happily ever after unless Raven Queen becomes the next evil queen and poisons her and goes through the whole thing, even though that means if she does that, that Raven Queen won't have a happily ever after. She'll be imprisoned, she'll be outcasted, she'll be branded, and and she doesn't have a happy ever after if she takes that path. And she doesn't want to take that path. She likes Apple. You know, they're, they're, they're not enemies. And so, in a way, the selfish characters aren't the, the rebels, the ones that are supposed to be the bad guys. The selfish ones are the royals who want to keep their, their position and their happily ever afters, even if it means someone else never gets one. Hmm. Very cool. I'm, I just put it on my um, watch list, so I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and watch that. But too cool. And also, Cam Clark, who was the Leonardo the Ninja Turtle in the 1980s animated Ninja Turtle and was Kratos Orion from Tales of Symphonia. He does one of the voices in the show, and I always love his voice acting. Oh, uh, that'll bring back memories. <laughs> Because you could definitely you could definitely tell I was a tomboy when I was younger. I I watched Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh, I did too. And Leonardo was my favorite. Has always been my favorite. I don't know. I I kind of lean towards Michelangelo. You know. 
All of my friends, all of my friends loved Michelangelo. He was funny. He was fun. He was a party guy. I like the pensive, serious, responsible one. I know fun. <laughs> pensive and, and, like, responsible is one thing, but he was something else. <laughs> I think he had I don't know the 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 greatest desire to be a, you know a, a good peach a good student of the path of ninja. Yep. You know? So but yeah, so anyway. So everybody go ahead and Oh God. I lost my train of thought within two seconds. <laughs> okay, I got back again. Are you ready to go ahead and start talking ponies? I'm willing to give it a try. Well, if anything, we end the show early tonight. Oh, wait. One last pony thing. We have to figure out, you know, a way to go ahead and post on the board to try and get interviews with customizers and stuff like that and advertise it and not get our post moved to the custom section. And not what? And not get our our email moved. But are our posts being moved into the custom section? Yeah. Because once it's moved into that section, it dies within a day. Well, what section do we want it in? I'm trying to keep it in the Pony Corral because that gets more foot traffic. Okay, well then maybe we need to uh, contact the moderators for the Pony Corral. Well, see, what I've done was I put it in the note. Please move this. We're attempting to get contacts for our show. If it's moved, we won't get anything. You know, I tried to specify why I was putting it in there and why it needs to stay in there. And they still moved it and got I got the answer I got out of Warren. The moderator in the custom section, you know, I want the smacker. What was the answerator from the moderator in customs? Well, this is the customs section. This is where it should have gone. And good luck trying to find anyone. That's really rude. Exactly. Like, really? You know, it's like, you know... I'm trying to get, you know, 
people to interview. The custom section doesn't get that much foot traffic. Well, it's not even that it doesn't get that much foot traffic. It's that so many people are posting new new customs and, you know, creating new threads that if you don't have something that has pictures of customs that people want to see and talk about that bumps the thread, it, it gets buried very quickly. It's not that yep. there isn't foot traffic there. It's that it's going to get buried by all the customizers posting their latest custom. Yeah, which is great, but, you know, I'm trying to do something very specific here. Because the first time I posted it, it stayed in the in the Pony Corral, and that's how we got our first three uh, interviews. I wonder if they're just seeing customizer interview, customizer wanted or something, and I thinking think it's a request for a commission. They're not really reading it; they're just reading the the title. I'm putting in their interview. Well, you know what they say. People read like the first three words of something, and then they assume the rest. This is true. Yeah, because it's not like I'm asking someone to make a custom. I can understand it being moved into customs if I'm asking someone to make one. Oh. So. Okay, well, let me open the arena. Okay, forum. Pony Corral. Yeah, so you're not even going to find my post in there because they already moved it. I don't even know any of these moderators. I'm going to send a message to Ashes. Okay. Moderators for my little for the pony corral. No. 
because All right. I um, I'm, I'm, so here's what I'm going to play. This is so difficult. Melody is trying desperately to help. <laughs> okay, dear Ashes, I'm Mickey Tsukinoko, one of the co-hosts on My Little Pony Talk. I'm writing to you because we are having a problem with our coast on the Pony Corral staying on the Pony Corral. We have been trying to make a post asking customizers to volunteer to come on the show for an interview. Our post keeps getting moved to the custom section. Where we have been told by the mods for that section that the post does not belong and should be in the Pony Corral. And then our post is promptly buried by the regular traffic that goes through the custom section. Is there something we can do to keep our post in the Tony Corral, which is where they ultimately belong? As yep. they are not talking about a specific custom customizer, etc. They are not a request for someone to commission. We are addressing the pony community at large as well as customizers specifically. Yeah, because, I mean, artists don't go into the custom section. People who make pony merchandise do not go into the custom section. And neither do people who make the plushies go into the custom section. Well, they do, but they do it to post their own stuff, not to generally to read other people's stuff. Exactly. Look forward to hearing from you. Nikki Sukinoko. Does that sound about right? Sounds perfect. 
I mean, because when you read the the description of the Pony Corral, it says general MLP info, question and answer. Right. So we're asking a question. You know, um, customs, it says discuss, display, request, offer. That is not what we're doing. Exactly. So it's like, why are we being moved into a section we don't need to be in? And it looks like Chaos Cat is in charge of the customs board. I am friends with her on Facebook as well, so I will send her a little message letting her know about, you know, what we've been going through, trying to post in the correct form and having it constantly being moved to the wrong one. Because it's like, it seems like, you know, the moderators are just having fun moving stuff wherever they feel it wants, they want it to go. Isn't right, especially when you're trying to do something very specific. So. And as I said, we have, I've not been able to get anyone on board for an interview. Um, well, what's the next day that we need an interview? Uh, the 3rd of March. So. Okay, so... March 3rd, you said? March 3rd. All right. So on my Facebook, I said, hello, folks. I need someone to be my customizer interviewee for March 3rd. And I tagged some people and said, perhaps one of you? Talk about a subtle hint, no kidding. That's about as subtle as, you know, a ton of bricks. I never said that I was subtle. In fact, I'm decidedly not subtle. I am as blunt as a sledgehammer. That's why I like you. Well, I have this feeling Miss um, Summerblade is not going to be joining us tonight. So. Ah. Shannon says, sure, if someone else doesn't grab it. <laughs> Tell her she's got the spot. <laughs> 
You're hired. <laughs> no question about it. You're hired. <laughs> so, yes. All right. So we've got that taken care of now. Hooray. Unfortunately, I don't know how many customizers I have as friends, so it's kind of like I can't send out, you know, the bet, you know, the pony distress signal or the pony customizer symbol, you know, high in the sky. Yeah. It's the it's the you know it's the symbol of the pony and the paintbrush. <laughs> So, why are you insisting on laying down in my footy pajamas? Idiot. Sorry, don't mind me. So, but are you ready to talk ponies? Sure. <laughs> now that we've gotten everything else settled. <laughs> yes. So are we on the Celebration Castle? Yes, we are. We are on the Celebration Castle. It was the one item that we did skip last week due to the fact that we want to give this puppy justice. I mean... This was the first castle of the G3 line, and to date, at that time, it was the biggest. Well, it's certainly bigger than any of the G4 play sets. Yeah, well, anything is bigger than the G4 play sets. I'm actually, I have a baby version of this castle, which, if I ever have time for me, just for me, ever again, without the obligation of bringing in money or taking care of the baby, I'm going to convert it into a proper G4 castle. Ah, very cool. Because it's missing it's missing some of the parts that uh, we will be describing, let's just say. Ah, I think so is mine. Um... One thing I do want to mention that I did forget to mention, I forgot to mention last week. Um, one, of the, one of the things Hasbro did back in the day was they had a website that you went on to, you picked whether it was My Little Pony or Mr. Potato Head or Lewis Pet Shop, and what they did was for all the big play sets, okay, and it was the big play sets. It was the house play sets, not the, you know, little accessory sets, but the actual play sets. They actually had a form with prices for each individual item that was included in the play set to say, 
with the Celebration Castle, um, let's say you lost Tiara. They actually had a price for Tiara listed on the website, on, on that form, and that included the shipping and handling for that item. Oh, I wish they still had that because I need that second story floor. I unfortunately, I completely missed missed out on it because I needed a couple of replacement parts for the Celebration Castle um, for one of the other play sets. One of the signs needs to be replaced. So, unfortunately, I I waited too long to do it. So... Yeah, excluding accessories, I am missing a lot of this fancy stuff that that made up the some of the bulk of the interior. But um, well, see, I've gotten it, and let me see, celebration. Oh. Hold on, we are going on a walk. Okay. <clears throat> Go ahead and, and, and keep talking. I'm going to okay. mute myself real quick. Okay. Well, I've got most everything but a few a few of the very small accessories that you typically need for the entire thing to actually look right. It's just tiny little itty bitty baby accessories that I'm completely missing on this set. Um if you are Keeping up with us, we are using Ponytopia.com because she does have a bigger breakdown of all the accessories and stuff. We are in 2003 play sets, and we are in the Celebration Castle. If you are following along with Summer's book, we are on page 142 and 143. That is just how big this set is that it actually takes up two pages. So uh, out of Summer's book, we have uh, Celebration Castle was released in 2003 along with the initial wave of G3 ponies. It is with this playset that we get the very first baby pony of the G3 line, this pink sparkle, pink sun sparkle, was offered. Place that was widely available at most major retailers. And in 2004, it was reissued with a bonus baby pony and sold exclusively at Toys R Us. And I'm guessing you are now back. All right. I just... uh Trucked the baby in the baby bathtub and went to grab what what parts I have of the celebration castle. Uh, Man, okay. I need to dust more off. That's all I gotta say. I need to dust more off. All right. So, so um, we've got um, also celebration castle also plays music and lights up. So, so this was an extremely 
big, huge playset at the time. Yeah, I don't even have all the pieces, and it takes up about as much space, the parts I have, as the G1 Pony Castle. Yep. And it actually folds out the same way. It does. It, if you notice, it really is a big, huge nod to the G1 line uh, that they basically designed the castle in almost the same exact fashion. And again, yeah, we now, get... I mean... Go ahead. It's, it's, it's an amazing thing to see when it's all complete. But, I mean, when, when my friend first gave me this, uh, one of her friend's daughters had decided she wasn't into ponies anymore, and they were just going to throw it out. And so she, oh. she claimed it and gave it to me. I was, like, thrilled with it, and I don't even have... I basically just have the skeleton of it. I don't have the second-story floor. I need that. I don't have the uh, the valance that goes over the the main door on the inside. I don't have the stairs for the inside. I definitely don't have the balloon. I don't have the stair piece that goes on the castle front, that, that fountain with the stairs. I don't have the pretty heart pieces or anything like that, the turret with removable crown. don't have that. don't have any of the balcony parts anymore. This is a bait castle, but even so, it is awesome. Yeah, the only thing you get um, nowadays when you do the parts and refills is the decorate your own pony. Yeah. Which, believe it or not, is still available. It is the only I know, I saw. The only G3 that that has no cells anymore is the decorate your own pony. I was thinking about buying a whole bunch of them. I think I have like two or three because I think I bought like, you know, whenever I had to buy like, you know, the exclusive. <laughs> you know, just to get, to get the free shipping. Because like I was like, you know, maybe like a... I was like $3 off of getting like, free shipping. You know, I, I, I just like cost her on there. <laughs> yep, I have a desire to have a bunch of them, and then I can just paint and sell. Okay, let's see. <laughs> Holy cow. I wonder, if I, I wonder if I put batteries in this. If it would still make sounds and light up. 
Now, it's missing the door that goes over the battery space, but there doesn't appear to be anything wrong with, you know, the part where the batteries sit. Okay. Okay. Just to let you know, you actually have to buy 11 of the My Little Ponies, decorate your own ponies, in order to get free shipping. I'm fine with that. My husband might not be, but I'm fine with that. <laughs> and it actually stopped, it actually capped you out on quantity at 10, so you actually have to add one by pressing the add one to your order. <laughs> well, neat. So... I just well, figured I'd let we you know. So, yeah. why, do, why don't you start off by, by this, describing the, uh, you want to describe the interior or the exterior? I will try to describe the, the exterior of this thing, but man, it's, it's about as detailed as you can get with... Yeah, it, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. So, the very front of the castle, okay, you, ha- you do have stairs that are not technically connected to the uh, actual castle. They're a separate piece that just lines up to it. And this piece, I do believe, is actually the piece that actually does do some lighting up when the pony actually stands in the middle. So, but the front, the very front door, let's start there. You have the very a rainbow, the very front door, uh, right above a either pink or purple door, you actually have a rainbow glowing cross with silver stickered stars on it. Each end has a pink, has not pink, a white fluffy cloud. You have yellow columns with orange tops, orange bottoms. And attached to this, you attach a piece of plastic that's kind of flexible, and it kind of looks like the end of a cloud, but it's in purple, not purple pink. I don't know why I keep thinking purple. But in the little sections where it notches in, you have little baby hearts, and then on the very top, in the center, you have a, a, a big, bigger heart. So now moving on to either side. On either side, you have turrets, and each of these are purple. The one side has windows. It has a 
very small-looking trellis that has flowers kind of vining up the sides. The windows are actually outlined in white. It actually are balconies. So you can actually have the pony standing out on the balcony. Well, sticking their head out the balcony. Yeah. On the top, you have... It's kind of very hard to describe. It's a landing pad for the... um, What's the thing called? For the balloon. Drawbridge. No, it's not drawbridge. At the very top, it's that cup thing. No. Oh, okay. It's the landing platform turret for the hot air balloon. Okay. Um, circular arch is what this is the first arch that I was describing is called. And then on the other side, you have another turret with a very long window which isn't actually a window, it's an elevator. And it's the an elevator you can have the pony either looking out of the castle or looking into the castle and having their butt looking out the door, out the out of the castle. Depending upon how you want to play. <laughs> so on top of that you have another turret. But this one actually holds a tiara. And the tiara, if I remember correctly, this tiara you gained... Was this the tiara that you had to go ahead and shop in order to get the crystal for it? Oh, I remember that. Is it? It had these ponies. There were these ponies that had crystals, and everybody's like, what the heck are these for? And it goes with this crown, right? Hold on one second. I think it was. Because I remember when we talked about those ponies. Yeah. So the crystals from those were the um, were the crystals that went on this tiara that attached to this turret. Now the last part is another flat piece. Okay, hold on a second. I'm going between book and. Oh, also the um the stairs section actually was also a moat. Yeah. But when the door opened, it made it made a drawbridge. I forgot about that. Sorry. Now the back of the castle had a balcony from the bedroom. Had several other windows that were all balconies that you could look out of. And had a fountain in the back, which was very 
you do you remember watching um what movie was that? Um Romeo and Juliet. Which one? Uh, the nineteen sixties version, I want to say. Yes, I remember that one. Where what's his face decided to jump into the into the water trough? It will basically is the classic Victorian fountain. It's a sun with this uh, gar- gargling water into what would be kind of like a wishing pond or a reflection yeah. pool. There we go. <laughs> yeah. The, the sun is orange in the middle and then yellow rays on a pink background. The water is painted blue um, in the pool and also what's being gurgled. And there's some pink curly things on either side of the water stream that match the background. And then the, the the wall of the reflection pool is a dark berry color with room for three heart jewels or heart stickers, presumably. Mine doesn't have anything on there, but I'm assuming that's what you would put there. Yeah, so, and then on that side... You also had attached to it was a heart arch at the very top. So, yeah. Um, describe the hot air balloon. Just describe the hot air balloon. It is a blue balloon with little daisies on it. It has the ML, My Little Pony logo. It attaches to a purple thing that has a orange skirt like thing around it and has little ropes. They're not real ropes, they're plastic ropes that attach to the basket and you can actually fit baby ponies in there. Not full grown ponies. So but that is the entire outside of this. This, and I said, there is a lot going on there. Yeah, it is an amazing thing to look at, and oh yeah, I I can't wait for the day when I can customize mine. <laughs> there is so much that you can do with, even with just the bones of this, because it's so huge and enormous. Yeah. It it, it really is. And the accessories that go with it, you know, some of them did become common, but some definitely were not. Well, and if you did want to convert this into a G4 castle, I mean... And, and you have it, and you don't have the balloon, that's fine, because there's a G4 Twilight Sparkle that comes with the hot air balloon. So, problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> you, 
You can buy two hot air balloons and have one on each turret. Yes. That is very, very true. So since I did the outside, do you want to do the inside? Sure. So the inside of the castle is no less enormous or detailed. The inside is predominantly purple. And I suppose the best way to describe this is to start with the main entrance. The main entrance that has the drawbridge um, has is draped with drapes on either side of the drawbridge door and a valance that hangs above the top. And then above that on the inside, you can see the what's called the circular arch, but it it's really looks more like the silhouette of a cake. Um, yeah. There is a very classic Hollywood set of stepped platforms that lead up to the interior of the main door. So once your ponies come in, they can go down these steps that look like a tiered cake. And those are yellow, and there's a place for a silver heart sticker on the front of each level. I am missing that part of mine. Um, the drawbridge is actually a mirrored drawbridge. So when it's up on the inside, Tony is standing in front of the mirror, which provides a pretty cool yeah. look. And don't forget the spinning removable disc that does go on to those stairs. That's true. In, in, in a classic, like I said, it's a very classic Hollywood-looking platform of stairs. And so you have the spinning removable disc that your ponies can stand on, and then you spin it, and it looks like they're dancing. So it's very glam Hollywood style. Yep. And... Then just to the right of that entrance is the interior of the hot air balloon turret, is what I'll call it. And if you have it complete, which I do not, but if you did have it complete, you would find that there is a pink set of drawers that fit yep. underneath the first floor yep. of that turret. And they they I'm not sure if they open or close. It might be it looks like two drawers, but I think it's actually just one that you would put all the accessories in when you're not playing with it. It's just one. Yeah. I have that part. Okay. And then there's a floor in which you would put the um, wardrobe sort of hanger where you hang the clothes. Yep. And then there's another floor and where you would presumably put one of the other accessories, maybe the toy chest or the bed and vanity 
you know, depending on how you envision your castle being in that turret. And that turret, turret is only actually big enough to fit the um, the vanity. Oh, the vanity in the toy chest. Okay, so I guess you just put, or the the wardrobe and the. I I guess the vanity could fit there, or the toy chest could fit there above Actually, the uh, wardrobe. The vanity is the only thing that can fit in there. It's actually shaped to go in there. Oh. So I'm looking at this picture and it looks like they stuck the toy chest there. The toy chest is on the other side. Oh. I guess what I'm seeing is probably then, I'm probably just seeing the outline of the, one of the balcony windows. Yeah. Okay. And uh, then to the left of the main entrance is the elevator. And uh, the elevator is pink. And it is presumably taking you up to the top tower turret. But you might make a stop at the balance that you appear to be able to set your ponies on. Yep. Or maybe you just don't feel like climbing the stairs and you just want to get to the top landing a little bit faster. <laughs> that too. Um then to the to the left of that is the kitchen area. And I can tell it's the kitchen because there is a tile checked floor on mine. And someone put just the sticker of the fridge, and that seems to be the only logical place that sticker could go. Yeah. And the sticker of the fridge itself is pretty cool because it's got things hung on the fridge, a little note with an A plus on it, some pretend magnet. You know, it's, it's a kind of a neat fridge. It's not the type of fridge you would see in a castle. <laughs> Unless yeah, you're in my little... Po- <laughs> it's, it's, it looks more like the fridge you see in Grandma's house. Yeah. But, you know, we have to remember that this is My Little Pony Land. So, in their world, this is normal. <laughs> yes. And then on either side of the, the fridge are these little shelves that you can set your accessories on. Uh, poor phone. All right. Um, so, yes, on either side of the fridge are these little tiny shelves that you can set your accessories on, like um, some of the accessories for the kitchen are um, there's a tea kettle and two teacups on two saucers, and they're separate, it looks like, which is awesome. Um, yep. There's two forks. There's a pan. 
or pot? You'll have to tell me. Is that like a soup, a soup terrain or whatever it is? Believe it or not, I don't have the little tiny accessories. I don't have the hanger, the charm, the crown, the pot, the teapot, the cups, the saucers, the fork, the brush, or the comb. I have all the other accessories but the little ones. (laughs) Gotcha. So, unfortunately, I can't tell you exactly what the uh, pot looks like, but it looks like it's supposed to be like a sauce pot. Okay, so we will call it a sauce, like a four-quart pot, one that you'd make sauces or small soups in. And uh, and so that's what you would presumably put in the kitchen. There's also an accessory that is the stove, and the stove opens up to reveal a sink, and it's got some stickers that make it look a little more realistic, um, and that will go in the kitchen. Um, there's a there's two big windows in the kitchen. One, a pony would just be standing on the floor to look out of, and one has kind of a shelf, so. I'm not sure if there was supposed to be something that went under it or if maybe there's some extra play function with that, putting, I don't know, a pretend pie on the windowsill. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe your pony just wants to go out the window. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it's there for fire safety. There you go. And it looks like go. it looks like there's a ledge on the stove that you can hang that pot on, and maybe it's hard for me to tell, but it looks like there's a button on the stove that maybe opens to reveal the sink yeah. if you put the pony magnet there. Exactly what it does, because I do have that stove, and you put the pony's hoof on the little heart, and all all of a sudden it goes from a stove to a sink. Awesome. It looks like there's one of those little things on the toy chest, too, to open the toy chest. Yep. It pops open the toy chest. Despite the fact that that she has no toys. (laughs) <laughs> well, if you had purchased all the other accessory sets. That is true. That is true. And really, when true. They, and, you know, when they say toy chest, really I think its main purpose is to give you something to put all those little accessories in. You know, there's the, the drawer, you know, on the on the right side, and I bet you could put some in the toy chest, quote-unquote. Now, it looks like, and then above that is my absent second-story floor, which I think is in a completed castle is pink. And I don't know if it has any stickers or anything that's supposed to go on it. But that is presumably the bedroom. 
Yep. And the bedroom has um, a pink bed for one baby-sized pony with a white head and footboard. And um, I suppose you could try putting the pink vanities there, but it sounds like the pink vanity goes better in the turret and you'd put the toy chest in the bedroom. Which actually makes sense because there's some torn stickers in mine. And one of the torn stickers looks like it's a, sh- a shelf that has a teddy bear sitting on it. Yeah. So one could assume that a toy chest would be in the bedroom. Yes. And as I said, it kind of helps that, you know, uh, the vanity is shaped the way it is because it kind of just gives you that, oh, wait, that has to go here because it it fits in that niche perfectly. I hate to interrupt, but do you know what my baby's doing right now? What is she doing? She's... she's watching the credits for Polar Express and playing with the baby doll ever so nicely. Aww. I know. <laughs> Speaking of that, I did, I did see the video you posted on Facebook. <laughs> About which... Um, which pony would get the uh, toy she wanted? Yeah. She would like the wolf demon toga from Inuyasha. <laughs> yeah, so do, so do I. So she and I both have the same taste. <laughs> I always liked Koga. I think I like Koga even better than Inuyasha. Yeah. I mean, they both have issues, clearly, but Koga is a little more mature than Inuyasha in many ways. Yeah. Yeah, Inuyasha is that whole insecurity thing that drives me absolutely nuts. (laughs) Yeah, Koga just, you know, he, he sees, God, I can't remember what her name is anymore. It's been so long since Kigome? I watched it. Yeah. You see Kagome and it's like, she's going to be my wife. That's it. <laughs> yes, he's made his decision. And the more she says no, I'm with Inuyasha, he's like, she's loyal. Loyalty is perfect in a wolf. She will be mine. <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure how that's going to work out because if he wins her, then the whole loyalty thing is screwed. Unless he's going to justify it by saying she just, she she learned that her loyalty was misplaced or something. I suppose he could use that. There you go. You know, it's like when you hear people talk about, about, you know, wanting, only wanting to date a virgin or something. You got to wonder why. (laughs) A virgin is only a virgin as long as you're a virgin. 
That goes away pretty quickly. You, you get one shot at that. Yeah. What happens then? You know? But oh, I yeah. digress. But... <laughs> I, I, I think guys are silly sometimes. So if they get these ideas in their head and I don't think they really think them through. Like it sounds good and they're like, ah! <laughs> And in, this, and, and, and in this case, Inuyasha just nails it all the way down the board. <laughs> yeah. I have a confession to make. The first time I saw the opening for Inuyasha... Before I had seen, like, the episode, I saw the opening, and, and, you know, Sushomaru was in that opening, right? Yeah. And I was being shown this by friends who had seen episodes of Inuyasha and knew who Sushomaru was. And my first statement is, who's the chick with the silver hair? (laughs) (laughs) They're like, that's the Shomaru, Inuyasha's older brother. I'm like, Inuyasha's older brother has a feather boa? And long pretty hair? (laughs) Now, he makes up for it by being a badass, but I gotta admit, in my early days of anime... I, I was a little confused by the whole semi guy drag queen thing that that they had going on because <laughs> it hadn't seen it, it hadn't gotten so to the point where I considered it normal yet. <laughs> you know what the funniest thing is? Uh the very first time I ever saw that show it happened to be on Toonami the first time cartoon, the first time Cartoon Network had it. I remember and, that. Oh yeah. Before they started having the crap anime on. Yeah. Well before they started putting things like squid billies and yeah. Aqua Teen Hunger Force. No offense yeah. to anybody who likes Squid Billies and Aqua Teen Hunger Force, but yeah. I expect a little more out of my writing staff and animation team. That that sort of animation makes South Park look high end. <laughs> Compared to Squid Billies and Aqua Teen Hunger Force, South Park is top shelf. <laughs> that is pretty bad. But you know what? You have to admit, you and I both watch Japanese anime. We've been spoiled by Japanese anime. Oh, <laughs> uh, and like Jake's Adventure Time, I I can't watch it myself because it just looks too goofy. 
But someone yeah. posted pictures on Facebook about what if this was done in an anime style. And they showed some really awesome examples of how it could look. And I'm like, see, I would give that a chance. As it is now, no. But if this is what it looked like, I would consider giving it a chance. Because I've watched goofy animes. I've watched the first season of Black Butler. Yes, it's dark humor, but it's also pretty goofy. Oh, yeah. I mean, look at Grail and Pluto. Need I say more? Yeah. I mean, heck, and, and, my and first... Go ahead. I was going to say, and that's... You sort of need a balance. Like, if you're going to have something that's kind of goofy, there's got to be something attractive and awesome about it and so you've got to put that into the animation if you're going to have goofy looking animation your stories have to be awesome and not quite so goofy to kind of balance it out but when you have goofy animation and goofy stories it's just it's like a throwaway show definitely and heck I, I, I admit my very first anime was Sailor Moon Mine too. Conversion, but it's still Japanese anime. It is. Well, and they didn't. There wasn't a word for it when it was first on channel. In my neighborhood, it was on Channel 12 at 6 o'clock yep. in the morning. Oh, me? It was and on they it didn't in call the it, afternoon. Yeah, for, for me, if, if that hadn't been on at 6 o'clock in the morning, I never would have made it to the bus for high school. I never would have made it to high school. Without, without Sailor Moon, I wouldn't have been able to graduate high school because I wouldn't have shown up for, like, the first two classes. <laughs> first two well, periods of every day would have been spent sleeping. So, <laughs> Well, see, for me, that show was always on. When it was on, that was... That was the whole thing about this show. It was one of those cartoons that you had to watch that channel religiously every single weekday afternoon because unlike nowadays, you know, at, you know, 5 o'clock, we're going to have, you know, Snoopy fall not Snoopy, um Scooby Doo falls off of a off of a cliff because we've made yet another version of the same stupid show over and over again. You know, maybe this week we'll go ahead and show it, but then we won't show the next episode for two or three weeks. <laughs> oh, that that would have sucked. See for me, I knew Monday through Friday, six AM was Sailor Moon. Yep. And I didn't call animations. I didn't know what that, I'd never heard that word. I thought it right. was the best cartoon I'd ever seen. Me too. Like, it is amazing. I, it was, and it appealed to me because I, I was a teenager at the time. And me, I was um, preteen. So it was like, 
this is so cool. It's it's an action show that's geared towards girls, and you know the main characters aren't all screaming, going, "Please, I need a man to help me." <laughs> well, no, to me, they, I mean, it was it was a soap opera for me. Oh yeah, you know because I was terribly concerned about what was going to happen between. Uh, Serena and Darian. Oh my God! I was so, I, I worried about them constantly. Well, you couldn't help it because every single season <laughs> there is something going on between the two of them. Well, and has any man been kidnapped that many times ever? <laughs> Yeah, I is he was... Moon. What Princess Peach is to Mario. <laughs> that is that is literally true and that goes all the way through the entire series, right into the movies. Even the movies yeah, the Darian kid... gets kidnapped. <laughs> it's true. Sailor Moon R. Darian gets kidnapped by a dude. Who's really too into their quote unquote friendship. <laughs> and I really did not figure out the context of that movie until I was a little bit older. <laughs> yeah, see I was I was in high school, so I kinda got it, but I didn't want to say anything. In case I was wrong, you know, I didn't want to be made fun of for not getting it. Yeah. The, the thing was, is I really did get it, so. <laughs> you have to understand, okay. like, I, I grew up thinking that sort of a relationship was normal. Because in my family... We have a very diverse group of characters, and you know, I've got my—I've got an uncle who's married to a man I also lovingly call uncle, that and it's tough. been that way since I can remember. And they're the most awesome people ever. Oh my gosh, I love them. Even though I will say, my uncle Barry is is under the delusion that he's tactful and subtle he's not he's as tactful and subtle as I am but it's adorable (laughs) because he thinks he's tactful and subtle it's really cute and he's also he's also a little bit of a dandy but but that's okay because you know more more men I think should should try to, to look their best if only more men that kind of pride in their appearance, but not in a in a like a playboy sort of way, but just in a want you know wants to look his best. Yeah, I think it would be a better place. Exactly. I think Mormon should embrace the idea of tuxedos and silk stockings. That's there you go. Well, then in that not case, actually wear tuxedos or silk stockings, but I'm just saying that men should. Yeah. My uncle wears wears a very expensive trousers 
and very nice sweaters. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love my, I love my uncles. And so for me, I grew up thinking that was normal. So it actually did take me a long time to notice those sorts of relationships because, well, I just never thought about it. It was normal. It was just as normal as, as a man and woman being married, and you don't really think much about that. So, so I was a little slow on the, on the uptake for those sorts of relationships, not because I was ignorant that they existed. It's just that I wasn't taught that they were anything special. Right. Well, so, but yeah, yeah as I said, I mean, you, until they did Toonami on Cartoon Network during the day, okay, that is when I actually was able to sit down at 4.30 every single day. Sailor Moon was on. Do you remember when this Toonami lineup was Sailor Moon? Dragon Ball Z, Kenshi Moyo, and Outlaw Star. Oh, yeah. Because I sat uh, there for Sailor Moon. Is- I sat there for Sailor Moon. I skipped Dragon Ball Z, watched Kenshi Moyo. <laughs> because who doesn't like a poor guy who's been, who has women falling out of the sky on top of him? And is looking kind of like, what do I do now? <laughs> now, am I the only one that wanted Tenshi to get with Ayaka? It seems like I'm the only one that wanted him to be with Ayaka. Huh? I want, yeah, I want him to be with her too. But of course, it seems you know, like everybody wanted him to be with Ryoko. And, you know, because she was the exciting one. Yeah. See, I think, see, I think his problem was he had too many women fall, falling out the sky. <laughs> if I remember correctly, it was like every four episodes, a new wo- woman fell out of the sky. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm amazed that wasn't like, you know, every boy's fantasy <laughs> that every four days another woman drops out the sky for you. <laughs> and he and was the oddest fool. Like, he was so not comfortable with that. <laughs> yeah, every time he had wouldn't have, I mean, to me, teenage boys are more like Ranma from Ranma one half, you know? They yeah. got a lot of girlfriends, and they like all the attention, but they don't really want to commit. He just didn't want any attention at all. Yeah. Every single time, you know, every single time the the women fell out the sky. When I say dropped on him, they literally fell on him. <laughs> you know, if I was him and I didn't want that, I, I wouldn't be leaving the house. <laughs> Actually, you know, I have to say my favorite character from Tenshi Moyo was actually his grandpa. Oh, God, I'm trying to remember his grandpa. Oh, 
attention to uh, Ryoko. <laughs> and Ryoko, being the space pirate, breaks out and goes to punch Yosho. And he catches her hand and he says, my, what a spirited young lady you have here, Tenshi. And then he like walks away like it's nothing. And Ryoko looks at her hand and she punches like I don't know, like this dresser or something that's nearby, and it explodes. <laughs> and she looks at her hand again and looks at Yosho like, what just happened? <laughs> I loved Yosho. I loved Yosho. That, that, that I remember. Yeah. But, yeah, that, I mean, there, there, there is just something to be said. You know, once, once you've watched Japanese anime, be it the Americanized version, because having watched Sailor Moon, my 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 DVDs of the Sailor Moon, and seeing season three and season four in the, their original form. A lot of the a lot of the anime, when it first was introduced over here in in America, it was Americanized. Yes. Okay. Uh, they called it Crosswoods Crossways Academy for the school. Well, it wasn't until I actually watched the Japanese versions that I realized that. They did, they did, you know, change it. Whereas nowadays, you know, you watch an anime and it has the original, the original name of whatever the building is and they have the, you know, English translation. Well, yeah, like in, in, in one half, they went to Furington High. Now... In in the early days of of anime, that would have been changed probably to something like something more American sounding, like yeah. I don't. I can't even come up with something more. I can't. I can't. My brain doesn't work that way. It's drink and hide. Dang it all. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I don't, and, and because I don't know what Frankenheim mean, what Frankenheim means, I I have no idea what it would translate to. But I would have tried to translate it to something. Right. Well, and 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 yeah, it's uh, watching Ron the One Half versus watching Sailor Moon. 
was a huge thing for me because I went from characters whose names were retranslated from Usagi to Serena. Yeah. To a show where everybody kept the same names, Ukio, um, Ranma, um, Ryoga, um, Hatawate Kuno, Kodachi Kuno. Yeah. But, I mean, um, but even then, I mean, eventually it didn't seem odd to me, and now it seems odd hearing names translated. Yeah. And it doesn't seem right to me. But when I first started watching, there wasn't, no one knew the word anime. The word manga was even less common. Oh, like, yeah, hey, look, this is Japanese comics. Yes. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, yeah, when, well, see, also back then when they started, you know, presenting the Japanese comics and introducing them in the U.S., even those were put into American, the American style. Yeah. Okay. Of reading left to right. Okay. I was reading my original Sailor Moons recently because I said I wanted to read all of them as I was watching the anime. And it was just before I'd gotten the entire, you know, re-release, which is in the Japanese version. I actually had a hard time reading it. (laughs) I actually... (laughs) <laughs> Once you get used to reading the opposite direction for your manga, having to go back to Americanized reading is really weird. Yeah, because I went to go, I literally went to go over it at the back end. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wait a minute, this goes the other way. Okay, let's go to the front. And then just trying to follow the bubbles was, it, it it took me a few days before I was able to actually go, okay, I can read this now. Of course, I was also trying to be extremely careful with the books because the glue is coming off of the binding. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you and did get you, you did get the Sailor Moon books I sent, right? Yes. Yes. And it was really great reading the reading the last reading the end of the series that I never got to read before. And I really don't see what the big hubbub was. I mean, they say she was naked, but she could have been wearing a bodysuit. Well, and naked in. Anime and manga is not the same as being naked in real life. Right. Well, actually, but, um, it is some. You watch some; it 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 is exactly the same. <laughs> okay, it depends on 
what kind of anime slash manga you're watching slash reading. Exactly. I, I totally watched it, and I was like, what is so scandalous about this? It looks like she's wearing a bodysuit. It looks like the same thing that someone who would be dancing is wearing. Well, it was very risky at the time. Yes, yeah, so that is well, very, anyway, very true. So should we, should we wrap up the celebration castle? We've got like two minutes left. Oh, yes. Um, what are we missing? I think we went over most of the accessories. I didn't really describe the hot air balloon, though. I did. You did? Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, then, to conclude, it's got a lot of cool accessories. It's a huge set. And even if you get just the skeleton of it, it has so much potential as a building for customization that, you know, it's, I think it's worth it have it. Yeah. Because even if even if you get the skeleton and I mean maybe you get the bed, the vanity, the wardrobe, the storage dresser, the toy chest, the sink, even though you don't get the tiny accessories. Okay. Even if you get just that stuff with it, it's still even great. And like I said, I don't have, like, I'm missing a floor, and I'm missing the uh, drawbridge and the drawbridge platform slash moat. You know, I'm missing a lot of the big stuff, too, but I can still see the potential in it as, you know, if I wanted to customize it, which I do. Right. You can totally turn it into something way cool. Definitely. That is definitely so very true. Um, next week, we will have to find another website for certain parts of the One of the play sets. Well, we will we will look and try and do the best we can. We can only do yeah. our very best. Definitely. But yeah, so to conclude we wish G4 playsets were more like this one, where even if you just have part of the skeleton, you still feel like you have an awesome playset. Yeah. I can guarantee you the same cannot be said for most of the G4 playsets. I hear you. So, ready for Pony Night Nights? Ready for Pony Night Nights. Okay, let me find her. This is Kim Monolf, and you have listened to Pony Talk. See you next week. Bye-bye.
All right. <laughs> Speaking of Miss Kimono, I've actually got a coloring page of her ready to print off and give her some style. Awesome. Maybe I'll even draw, draw in a microphone. <laughs> hey, have you uh, have you done anything with that sound clip for Ponies After Dark that I sent you? I will work on that. <laughs> Trust me, that is my next project. I know I'm slightly behind on a few things. Yep. You know, listening to the uh, customizer interviews, making the sound bite for Ponies After Dark. <laughs> am, I, am I finally listed as a co-host on the description of our show, or does it still say Little Alley Cat? No, you're finally, you're finally set up on there. <laughs> Now I just got to go and check to make sure you spelled it right. (laughs) Yes, I spelled it right. I love watching my my mother-in-law look at it and be like, what? <laughs> yep. Okay. You, you mentioned right. Kagra, and I googled it. There is actually a very good picture of three people cosplaying. You will have to find it and just take a take a look at it because it is just too funny and too cute. <laughs> All right, I will have to. Uh, Koga. Sorry. I will have Koga. Well, Kagra well, was in there too, you know. She was one of Naraku's incarnations. True. So. But, um, yeah. I forgot what I was going to (laughs) say. That's okay. I'm, I'm I'm watching my daughter play with a toy that's filled with water. And the water's leaking out on her, and she keeps looking at it when it drips on her. And then she chews on it, and then she looks down when it drips on her some more. It's a teething toy. Ah, okay. Actually, it's a bath toy that I turned into a teething toy. Ah, there you go. You know, it's one of those bath toys where you fill it with water, and then it squirts water. So I fill Ah. it with water and froze it. And now it's starting to uh, unfreeze. Those years. <laughs> well, until next week. 
official pony night night? Pony night night. Good night. Night. Is that it? Are we alone? Ah. Hey, at least we got through one play set. See you next week for another one. Good night.